You're tuned in to 10 Minute Mentor, premier mentoring from successful entrepreneurs and millionaires who want to share their secrets and help you get to that next level. If you want to make a big impact in the world and leave a legacy that you and your family can be proud of, you've come to the right place. My name is Rich Perry, and I believe in you to make it happen. So let's get to it right now. Hey, gang. Welcome back to 10 Minute Mentor. I'm your coach, Rich Perry. We do a lot of mentoring on this show talking about how to develop better leaders, but what about the people in our charge? We hear a lot of stories about people that are living unfulfilled, uninspired, and unhappy lives. Well, what can we do as leaders to help these people prosper both in the work environment and also in life in general? Well, that's what today's guest mentor is going to talk to us about. Today's guest mentor is an expert in elevating human performance in the workplace. He's the author of Lead from the Heart, Transformational Leadership for the 21st Century, which has been taught in nine universities. And he's the host of Lead from the Heart podcast with an audience of 142 countries. Please welcome Mark Crowley to 10-Minute Mentor. Mark, how are we doing today? I'm wonderful, Rich. Thank you for having me on. This is going to be fun. All right. So, Mark, in terms of people having these unfulfilled and generally unhappy uh, lives, like how is this a problem and what's happening with these individuals in the work environment and what are they doing in life that's causing this rift? Well, I think we've known for a really long time that people have generally not been all that happy going to work every day. And we see statistics like from the conference board, which shows that Barely 50% of Americans are happy going to work, happy in their jobs. Engagement, according to Gallup, has really not improved at least for the last 15 years. Nothing really substantial. And so it boils down to this isn't an employee problem. This is a leadership problem. We're not doing the things that people need in terms of the support and care Uh, coaching, nurturing, those kinds of things that we can dig into that inherently elevate people and make them feel really good about their jobs, which inherently means they're committed, they're engaged, they're loyal, and they're highly productive. All right. So, Mark, I know this is your wheelhouse. So what can we do as leaders to help these individuals live happier, more fulfilling lives, both, like I said, in the workplace and with what they're doing in their personal life? Well, the truth is, is that we're managing people incorrectly. We are continuing to use a model, traditional leadership theory, which says pay people as little as possible, squeeze as much out of them as possible, and that's going to drive the greatest profit for ownership. Either that you know, sole proprietor or corporation through shareholders doesn't really matter. And so we, none of us have any problem thinking of organizations that really operate that way. Anytime a company starts to have problems, the instinct is let's go to the people, let's cut their pay, let's lay off people, let's let's do something that's going to undermine the employee's well-being and success as a means of inflating the income statement and making things look better. And so we've been doing this traditionally, and we think it makes all the sense in the world. But my theory, not theory, my thesis is that we are really not rational beings. We are emotional creatures. We're emotional people. And that our feelings really drive our behavior. So every time you do something that's going to really 
undermine somebody's sense of safety and well-being and trust, what you're effectively doing is lowering their interest in supporting you as a leader. And that translates into organizations. So if we know that only a third of people in America, and it's far less than this outside of America, are fully engaged in their jobs, what we're really saying is, is that two thirds of managers aren't doing the things that get people inspired and motivated and really truly wanting to commit themselves to doing great work. And so the only way that we're going to shift this is to say, we have to adopt an entirely different mindset about what it is that motivates and inspires human beings. And by virtue of that, implement practices that give people the experience of positive feelings and emotions constantly, because that's what human beings thrive on. And when we do that with intention, we get extraordinary performance out of people. All right, Mark. So what kind of tips do you have to help get these other two thirds of people better engaged in the work environment? I mean, this is a very highly concentrated conversation, and so I could I could go on and on with with those kinds of ideas. But I'll I'll give you two. One is is to demonstrate to people that they matter to you, and that has to be authentic. You can't fake this. You have to demonstrate to people that they're valuable, that they're worthy of your time. So just by making time to have meetings with people, I believe that if you aren't having a regular personal conversation with employees once a week, some people found, think that sounds crazy and necessary, but that's really what it takes for people to feel that, hey, my boss is prioritizing me and making me important. And that allows for them to talk about whatever challenges they're having. And some of those can be personal and allow those to interfere with your agenda of where are you on this project? And where is this? How are you having this goal? If it's all about work and you're never asking about what's going on in their lives and what they're faced with and how you might help them grow and develop on top of all that, you're, you're, you're killing them. You're killing engagement, you're killing trust, and you're killing your leadership effectiveness. Um, if you go out to people and say, what's the single greatest mistake that your manager makes repeatedly, repeatedly, it's the thing that most managers think they're really good at, which is appreciating and recognizing their people. We have this belief that anytime I thank somebody, if I say to you, hey, Rich, you know, great job on that project, or I really see how much energy and effort you're putting into this, and I just want to say thank you. We think somehow that we're either reaching into our pocket like it's going to cost us something, or, oh, immediately now Rich is going to take advantage of me. Now that he knows I'm grateful, he's going to slack off, and it works the opposite. And I believe that you cannot over appreciate people unless it's just completely ridiculous. I love you. I love you. You're great. You're great. You're great. Nobody's like that in the real world. Nobody's like that. So if you're going to lean in any direction, it would be lean in the side of generosity. The more you do to acknowledge people, to say, I see what you're doing. I'm grateful you're here. I appreciate how much you bring to this team and organization. People just, they just blossom under that. They don't take advantage of you. So those would be two big ones. Awesome, Mark. Those are great tips. And folks, I hope that you wrote down those two tips, which were demonstrating to people that they matter to you and being thankful and appreciative for your employees and those that are working with you. Now, Mark, I know that you have a 10-minute challenge for us that we can start doing today, right? Let me start with you. I have 137,000 Twitter followers as of today. And there are two people who routinely send me tweets 
regular tweets along the lines of what we were just talking about in terms of recognition, saying, thank you for your work, Mark. Thank you for um, the, the message and the inspiration that you're bringing. And I can tell you, I put a ton of time and energy into Twitter. And it's not to say that I didn't attract these followers because nobody else is appreciative. It's just that these two people expressed it. And it matters to me. And you are one of them. You do this regularly. And it's really impressive. And I just, it's so important for me to be able to express this on your podcast to say that you're taking time to write somebody a tweet to say thank you for your work. Somebody you've never met or ever had a conversation with until now really matches up to my whole philosophy. It matters. It makes an impact and people remember it. And it influences them to do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do or at least to continue it. So I would argue that, you know, the best thing that a leader can do right now, particularly in this pandemic environment, is to accentuate the positive. So when you're communicating to your team, let's say you've got 20 people working for you, and let's say two of them are really struggling and not hitting your goals. A lot of managers are going to focus on the two and they're going to go, well, you know, as a team, we're really struggling in a couple of areas. And all we do is beat down, you know, this isn't working. This isn't working. We're not hitting this. And what I have found is that you manage to the highest common denominator, your aspirations, not your lowest common denominator. So in other words, you'd go out to the team. I would go out to the team and say, hey, we're making great progress here. And I just wanted, I want you to know, you know how grateful I am to this team and how hard you're working to meet these goals. Right now we're at 60%. I'd like to see us at 75. I know we're gonna get there. And then if you have these two or three people that are struggling, you deal with them individually. And what we tend to do is, is we just become negative because these two or three people are holding everybody back. But to do that, to criticize those people, you know, even in a veiled way, is to bring down the other 17 people who are killing it and nailing it. So what you want is for people, and you can call it out. You can say, hey, I want to especially say that Tom and Mary and Susie, you know, what, you're, what you've pulled off this week is exceptional. And what happens is that people want to get that call out. They don't want to be non-performing. Most people don't want to be non-performing. And so if you create this culture where people know that the messaging that you're sending out is uplifting and inspiring and positive, with not to say that you can't put challenges out there if they're underperforming, say, hey, we're behind goal. I'm really counting on you guys to do it. Let me know. Let's get together and have a conversation, whatever that is. But the big picture is to keep your communication positive and then to have individual conversations with people who are underperforming. Do this and you create the spirit of like people just love being around that energy. And then people work really hard to continue to be in that energy. And you're going to see numbers. You're going to see results go higher and higher and higher. Because once they get to that level, you go, wow, look what we've done. This is incredible. And then you do the next week and you see that the results are better. And you're like, I didn't think we could possibly do any better. And there you've done it. Now people are just striving to do phenomenal work. So that would be my best advice. Awesome. Thank you, and 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 thank you for for what you said. I, I it means a lot to me. I appreciate that. Very welcome. Great ten minute challenge, Mark, and thank you so much for your kind and generous words. Uh, you can reach Mark Crowley 
go down into the show notes. Right there, we have his website, his Twitter links, and also his Facebook page. And I'm going to encourage you to connect with him on all three platforms. Mark, thank you so much for being a guest mentor today on 10 Minute Mentor. My pleasure, Rich. I'm proud of you for showing up today, and I believe in you to make it happen. Now it's time to take action. Here are three easy things you can do to get better results. Number one, do the 10-minute challenge. We all have to start somewhere. Start here and start getting better results in just 10 minutes a day. Number two, join the 10-Minute Mentor podcast community on Facebook and meet people just like you who are committed to success. And number three, connect with me on social media or contact me directly. And let's start a conversation on what you need to share your message and grow your business. You deserve this. It's time to show and prove. Until next time, thanks and be excellent.